Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to this hump day pod of Born to be a Star. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power, for you to recognize your reflection in the mirror, a reflection of when you, where you have been and where you are going next on your journey of life. The reflection that you see is something that you should love, respect, and understand. And you really should be taking the time to understand yourself. Everything is not always easy. Sometimes life is hard. But that does not mean that you cannot smile at the reflection that you see and know that you can. That you can say, yes, I can start anew. Yes, I can change my mind. Yes, I can travel. Yes, I can plan a vacation. Yes, I can learn how to play, I don't know, chess. Yes, I can learn how to play the piano. Yes, I can learn how to pick up a new hobby. So, knit, um, create a wardrobe. Yes, I can um, organize my closet and, and make it into something that it wasn't. Basically, yes, you can. <clears throat> Do anything you put your mind to, including learning a new language. Maybe you want to learn Mandarin. Maybe you want to learn uh, Portuguese. Maybe you want to travel more. Maybe you want to do a lot of things. Maybe you want to try a new wine or get a wine subscription or add a new book to your book club. Regardless of any of those things, you should be saying to yourself, yes, I can do them. And you should be doing them. Following the yes, you can. You can also let things go. That's definitely one of the most important things that you need to be saying to yourself. Following that is to never give up. Thank you, John Cena, for the mantra. We should be living by that saying every day, meaning you don't give up on yourself or somebody that you love or care for. Because you understand when you give up, you're just allowing defeat to uh, accompany you and take you over entirely. You have to be strong. You have to be fierce. You have to be willing to allow life to happen and you can't give up halfway through because it's difficult things are not always going to be easy life is going to get unhappy and miserable but regardless of that you have to persevere through the difficulty you have to persevere through the uncomfortable feeling and you have to understand that There is light at the end of the tunnel, and just because something bad happened doesn't mean that bad is the end of the story. Typically, when somebody experiences something in their life, it's not a good thing, or even if it is, they had to go through something very difficult to get to that good thing, right? Never giving up is holding strong throughout something bad till you get to the other side of that. You can do anything you put your mind to, and never give up is just another mantra and another motive to get you through it. Following the never give up is the why not today and the why not today is the idea that we eliminate indecisiveness and we eliminate procrastination because when we eliminate indecisiveness and procrastination we're making decisions the first time we're dealing with the outcome of it and we're being responsible and reliable to begin with right we're not second guessing ourselves we're not asking ourselves a million questions we're not trying to figure out A decision has to take five seconds, right? Should I wear the blue shoes today? Yes or no? Yes, okay. Should I put gas in the car because it's almost empty? Yes or no? I probably should get the dishwasher fixed because it doesn't work, right? 
at some point I need to uh, paint the walls over because I've been saying that for a year. So I should do it. That's the things I'm talking about. Why not today is... Why not today is you saying to yourself, I know I could be lazy and I could I could get to this tomorrow, but I have time to do it today, so I'm not going to wait. That's what the saying of why not today means. Honestly, we need to give ourselves the ability to put ourselves first and not put ourselves in the background or put ourselves the last place because that's not healthy and it's not going to help you. You have to be able to make decisions right away and you cannot put your life in the background thinking you have forever because we can't control time and we cannot buy it. I dare you to live today. Moving on from the mantra, let's get to one of the main parts of the conversation by getting into the politics of it all thank you for tuning into no media allowed no media allowed no media allowed because a lot of us still out of us anyway education in the cities are horrible these illegal aliens are coming into the biggest cities in the nation of the united states of america and their children are getting access to the classrooms where they probably shouldn't be And it's turning into a complete nightmare. Now, I already had a problem with um, public education because I worked in it and I did student teaching in it and I have a lot of familiarity within it. So taking that into consideration, I'm pretty much opposed to the idea that it could get better because I haven't seen it do that. The teachers union, which I talked about you, talked with you last week about, is just significantly getting worse. These educators are paying into a system that is demeaning to the children learning it. They shouldn't have any clear understanding of this insanity with sexuality, but they keep pushing trans and they keep pushing lies. And it, it needs to stop, but no one's strong enough to say that. And these moms and dads and parents that are asking questions, that are showing up at these parent-teacher conferences, that are showing up at these town hall meetings, that are asking these questions, the government is trying to shut them up and say that they are the problem. But they are not. Honestly. Are we going to pretend like Letitia James attacking Donald Trump and the, the person in charge of the education department when uh, Biden came out and lied about the fact that he was forgiven student loans, that they all weren't just saying things? They're just talking, right, because it's convenient. They don't want to actually help out students, help education, and help kids get smarter. That's not their intentions. Their intentions are to make everything worse. 
and they have a great way to disguise it and lie about it. Honestly, it can't just be that we continue to lie about the cities in America. They're drowning. They're dying. They're horrible. And you know why? Because Democratic leaders have taken them over and completely allowed the dysfunction, dismay, and disarray to take a hold of them. Honestly, it's not going to end good. And we all know that. And education is on the sinking ship with them. Open border policies don't make any sense to me. And every time I hear the mayor or the governor of New York complain about New York and how they can't take people in or even the douchebag in Chicago, I'm forced to think two things. First, how dare you open up your mouth and say anything when you voted for this shit and you're a Democrat? And second of all, If you think that you're experiencing something bad, how do you think border states fail? I don't fucking care what you think about anything, right? Because you are taking money away from the police departments. You're taking money away from areas that need it, including education, for you to fund giving money to these fucking illegal aliens in America. So I'm just going to say that. Because it's true. It's embarrassing. There's no way to hide over it. There's no way to pretend like it's not happening. And every city is becoming a border state. And they're making it happen. And they don't care. And they're not going to stop. This is only the beginning. I want you to understand how many illegal people are in this country. It is over 5 million. It's probably over 10 million. And they're not giving us the correct numbers. There's not enough stuff for all those people. There, There isn't. Every town, every state has a certain amount of things for a certain amount of people. And the threshold has been broken. It has. We're lying. There's no way to fix this unless somebody gets the fuck up, mans up, and say, no more. And we need people, even on the Democratic side, that are going to understand what they're creating by not speaking up. Moving on from that, black people react to Biden by telling him they're not voting. So instead of Biden caring about the black vote, he just allows all these illegal aliens in and they're just going to let illegal aliens vote, which is illegal. But they're going to let it happen because they think that
I don't know. I think that we have a problem here. I think we have to continuously call the, the, the problem out. If Biden loses a certain percentage of the black vote, he's not going to win. Like the Democratic Party needs the black vote. They do, and they know that. But instead, they have an incompetent Kamala Harris who's not even black, right? And they're going to replace Joe Biden with Michelle Obama. It's too late for them to do any of that. Biden's great because he does whatever the far leftists want, and they know they can get him to support whatever insane crap they want to do, and he certainly does it. But the bad part about it is the outcome of those situations, which is the hyper-high inflation, which is the unaffordable living, the idea that if a person wants to move from apartment to apartment, they're looking at $10,000 to do that, Um if they're going to buy a house, they're going to be overpaying by 100K for the, the property. That is what's happening here. Your energy, your money, your job, your everything is honestly insane. Black people got to wake up, though. Like, look at your communities. Look at your neighborhoods. Look at the amount of men that are incarcerated in jail. Look at the fact that the government found a way to disconnect the black family. And they did it fairly easily by putting drugs into a community and eliminating dads. So kids run around with a, in a one-parent home doing whatever they want. And you know what's not good? Rap music, thuggery, and incompetence, right? Why aren't your children learning like the history of music or the history of America? Why aren't the kids in like programs that help them learn and flourish, right? Why don't they learn tap dancing and ballet or different languages? Why aren't they learning how to play chess? Or why aren't they doing things like that? They could be creative with art. There's so many different ways children can learn and grow and be inspired but these children aren't learning and be learning and being inspired to do anything except for rob stores and kill people during the daylight because it's fun you got like a nine-year-old rapping about cuss words and sexual body parts and his mom is totally pushing that because she doesn't have anything else going for herself which is an embarrassment on her right another embarrassment for black women in particular is the idea that you bitches want to support abortion because you want to have sex and you don't want to be in relationships. And it's not just black women, but it's predominantly black women. And you don't want to be held accountable for what you're doing.
I don't know, man. I mean, I wish I had good news to tell you. Black people got to wake the fuck up. They wanted to eliminate the black family because it was powerful with a man in control of his family with his wife and children. And I'm not saying that black men don't still have that. But the Democratic Party was able to lie and disconnect black people from reality for a very long time. And they used Obama to do it. They even used Kamala Harris. Wake up, people. Use your eyes. Take the sleep out of them and look around you. Is it really okay for people to be robbing stores, not reliable, not responsible, for women to misuse the idea of an abortion when they're not dying just because they don't want to have a kid from a guy they don't like? Then maybe you shouldn't have had sex with that person. I'm just saying that's a thought, is it not? Why do you get to have all these rules that only make you the victim? And black people, why do you want to be the victim? Are you really a victim of slavery, which happened I don't know how many years ago? None of you were alive during that. And the fact that the Democratic Party was able to misuse the KKK and convince you of some bullshit and a lot of things that don't make any sense is very sad. It's just fucking sad. And I'm embarrassed for you. I'm embarrassed at the idea that you run toward listening to rap music and insulting talking points that insult you, your mom, your dad, your family, your neighborhood. It insults you. Biden's racist. We all know it. Listen to the things he's said time and time again. He is clearly racist, and he's been racist the entire time. Now, as a person that doesn't care about race and doesn't care, me, I could tell you he's racist because I've heard things that he said to people. I could even maybe tell you that Kamala Harris is racist against white people. But she's married to one, so it's confusing. Just like AOC is confusing. Wake up, black America. Wake the fuck up. Fetterman seems to still be fighting um, against the Democrats. Um, he seems to still be calling out their their horrible policies and the horrible things that they're doing at the border. And I think that that's going to be very useful for the Republicans and conservatives. And I really like that. But at the same point, then he goes out and he says nice things about Biden. So it's confusing and it leads me to think, is he lying? Like, what side is he on? Is he on the side of the people or is he on the side of his pocket? Um, left mob can't hide, but they keep pretending like they're not out to do bad things. But they are, and we know it. Moving on from No Media Allowed, thank you for tuning in to this hump day edition of No Media Allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Let's move on to the main part of the conversation. 
When do we take down the Christmas tree? I tried to take down the Christmas tree on Sunday during the snow day with Skip. And he said, why not leave it up? It's a winter tree. And do you think that his observation of the Christmas tree could be true? Like, instead of taking down the Christmas tree, why don't we just leave it up a little longer? I think that the Christmas tree could be a winter tree. And it could be creative if you don't just look at the Christmas tree as if it has to just be up for Christmas. Now, see, as a person that loves Christmas as much as I do, I'm going to tell you that... that we could leave up the christmas tree a week or two longer i'm fine with that i'm sort of on board with skip with that but when do you take down the christmas tree do you take the christmas tree down the week after christmas or the week after or two weeks after christmas when's the appropriate time to take down the christmas tree moving into the next part of the conversation what ski resorts are better um i think that we need to consider what the best ski resorts are. Now, I think Vermont, New Hampshire, probably even upstate New York, where the slopes are great, are probably the bigger. These are places you want to ski. Right. Maybe Minnesota, like areas near the snow. These are definitely areas where skiing is probably the best and you have the best lodges there. I'll definitely tell you, those are probably the places that you'll want to get out on the slopes and put all your layers on. Do I know any specific resorts that are better than others? I haven't been skiing in a very long time. I used to go a lot when I was younger, when I was a teenager. That was like a family thing that we did together. And it was very interesting and fun. Um, However, I haven't really done that as an adult because I haven't really had the time but I can tell you that if I was going to go skiing I would probably drive to Mass and go to Vermont or something and enjoy that area for skiing or maybe go the opposite way and drive to upstate New York like that would probably be my resort what's up with eyelashes with people wanting fake eyelashes I don't know like I see commercials for it and I see ads for it when I'm looking at Pinterest and part of me thinks, what the hell are you doing? Now, I, I, since I have BoxyCharm, I have eyelashes and a bunch of other things for lashes. And I haven't used them, of course. And I have asked people from time to time, like, what are we doing with this? But, but honestly, my answer is, I don't know. Like... Honestly, I just don't think that eyelashes are necessary. Like, and some people will disagree with me and say, how oh, they give you face so much layers. 
But, like, what if you can't take it off? And, like, how do you take off the ones that you do yourself? Like, I have more questions than answers, and I really have to investigate it before I'd attempt to do it on myself. Personally, I'm just fine with mascara. I don't even really wear that. I don't even really wear makeup at all outside of lipstick or lip gloss. That's it for me. And maybe eyeshadow every once in a while. But outside of that, I don't wear the foundation and all the 50 layers of the makeup and the fake whatever it is. I don't do that. And other people do, so I probably need to get a tutorial, and I'd have to ask more questions. I think you can go to, like, salons and get the fake eyelashes on, and you sort of get, like, a fill or you get it removed. If I was going to do it, I'd probably have to do that. But I don't really know what's up with fake eyelashes. But it, it's a thing, and I don't know why. Letting go of bad things is difficult at times. Like, just the elimination of uh, things that occurred and the ability to just let it go sometimes that that that's difficult but we need to do it we seriously have to let bad things go we cannot continue to allow that to take up our lives you can't hold on to a negative situation that you have from a person that's no longer in your life. You can't hold on to negative things that were said to you or, or negative people, right? If an experience didn't go the way you wanted it to, if you didn't really get to say something and the situation's done, you can't hold on to it. Let the bad go. Let that part of your life disappear. Allow it to be over. Don't hold on to things that aren't worth holding on to. That's basically what I'm saying, right? A job didn't work out. A major in school didn't work out. A, a relationship didn't work. Uh, you tried to go on one thing and you didn't like it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Ignore Skip. He smells bad. Dude, I'm podcasting. Why are you blowing your nose? Dude, man, the fudge. Yay. Anyways, moving on from the main part of the conversation and the fact that we need to let bad things go, know that you have the power to do that. Even if that feels like you can't let a person go, like you're so desperate to make somebody see your star. I had to say to somebody recently, I'm not going to let anybody dim my light. Honestly, be brave. Moving on from the main part of the conversation, Ted Lasso is hilarious. I love watching it. I find him so entertaining. I love the show. I really need to hurry up and finish it, and I will get back to it ASAP. Who We Are Running From, that's on Netflix, looks good. Good Girls, Dead to Me, Never Have I Ever, Imposters, and Six Feet Under. I don't really know what Six Feet Under is about. I think it's a movie. Uh, maybe I've seen it before. I don't know, but I'm willing to watch it. Me and Skip are still watching Reacher on a daily basis. It comes out every Thursday. And Fargo. So far, so good with those shows. And we need to get back to some of the Apple shows we're looking at as well. We'll keep you informed on whatever we look at together and whatever I watch by myself. Um, I do really want to 
get back into Ted Lasso. I, I just think it's such an uplifting, rewarding, energetic show about a sport that I really like. And it's fun. Honestly, let's move on from the watching to the eating. Cabbage rolls. So basically, it's like a lasagna roll, but it's with cabbage. I think you could make it very flavorful, very good. Uh, something that you would absolutely love. And it it's carb-free, so go for that. Crock-pot baked potatoes. So basically, you take the potatoes, you put them in foil, you put them in a crock-pot, you let them steam, then you take them out, and you can top them whatever you want. This is where you do the cream cheese, the bacon, the cheese, the chives, the onions, the jalapenos, whatever you want to put inside of it, or even the Velveeta cheese, and you can make it whatever way you want. I definitely think that's something that you definitely want to try to eat in the winter time, and I definitely can't wait to try it. Parmesan zucchini fries. So basically, you take zucchinis and you chop them up into fries, and you top them with Parmesan, like flavoring or crust. And I would also use an egg wash and um, breadcrumbs. And then you could put them in an air fryer or you could put them in a one pan, either or. Or you could just put them on a sheet pan and put them in the oven and put the paper down on a sheet pan. And then use a light glaze of olive oil. Then put down the zucchini fries and then top them with the Parmesan sauce. And then you could also use some Flavor God everything seasoning so it could have more seasoning on top of that. I think you'll be very surprised with the flavor of this and the fact that it's like eating french fries but it doesn't have the calories of the carbs so go for it homemade guacamole to make homemade guacamole you only need three things avocados tomatoes olive oil mix for me i like spice so i'm putting jalapeno on it too boom and some red peppers boom love it and I love texture. It does not take a lot to make this. It's fairly simple, very easy, and it you can do it within like five minutes. And I think you'll be very impressed with the flavor when you make it yourself instead of buying it. I would say use three to four uh, avocados, maybe even five. You're going to want to have your avocado cutter. You can get that from a Target or a Walmart or Amazon. It makes taking out the um, the pieces you don't want fairly easy. Feta tomato chicken skillet. So clearly this is a skillet where you are layering the first layer with olive oil, then chicken, then feta, then chopped tomatoes, diced tomatoes, uh, some sort of greenery. This is where you could use um, cabbage or um, any other greenery you want. Then you're going to want to make like sort of an Alfredo sauce by including heavy cream, sour cream, olive oil, and um, maybe some lemon juice or some lime juice. Mix that together, add in more cheese, more tomatoes, and then insert the chicken. Mix that up, right? And then let that cook off. And then add on basil, 
and then more cheese. And then you're going to want to make sure the cheese is completely melty. Then you could take that one pan, put that in the oven, let that bake off for about five to eight minutes, take that out, chop that into pieces. And that is something that you can make very easily any day of the week, any night of the week. And you could have that for meal prep. You could have that for dinner. I really think you'll be surprised with how flavorful that is and how great that is. Mm, I kind of wish I had that right now. Anyways, my friends, it is the end of this hump day pod. Thank you for tuning in. And I will see you same place, same time tomorrow. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. Later, Gators. Bye.